I guess you've heard of uh, karma. I hear that word used by people quite often, and they're usually talking about some kind of payback for something uh, that was done. And the idea is that if if you get karma, you're going to get you're going to get yours. That's that's usually what people are thinking when they say that. But just for the record. Uh, if that's what you're trying to convey, karma is the wrong word because it doesn't mean that at all. Uh, the word karma uh, has to do with the Hindu and Buddhist belief of reincarnation. And the word used is to indicate that how you live your life in this life will affect how you, your life is in your next life because, of course, the... Uh, Hindus and Buddhists believe in reincarnation. I kind of prefer the saying that my mom used, what goes around comes around. Again, the idea being that how you treat people is at some point going to come back on you. We're going to look at today at something Jesus said, and hopefully as we consider this, Maybe we will look at the idea of mercy just a little bit differently. Because we need to choose carefully how we treat people. And we should learn to deal with people the way that God deals with us. So, if you'd like to turn in your Bibles to Luke Chapter 6. I'm going to read beginning of verse 36. Where Jesus says, Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. And do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Pardon, and you will be pardoned. Give, and it will be given to you. They will pour out into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. For by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you in return. we want to start with uh, the foundational command Jesus says this is how this is how we are to deal with others be merciful just as your father is merciful now did you notice Jesus did not add any qualifiers to that there's no ifs he says be merciful as your father is merciful. He didn't add any ifs in there. He doesn't say be merciful if they are sorry. He doesn't say be merciful if they try to make up for what they've said or done. He didn't say be merciful if they are remorseful. He didn't say be merciful if they acknowledge their mistake. He didn't say be merciful 
if they start acting like you think they should be acting or doing what you think they should be doing. He said, be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. We say to ourselves, how can I be merciful when I know what they've done, when I know what they're doing, when I know how they act? How can I be merciful? There are two uh, important truths we need to understand here. Having mercy is not about them. Having mercy is about us. It's about us being like the Father. It is about us granting to others what God has granted to us. Has God been merciful to you? Think about your life. Think about your failures, your mistakes, your sin, past, present, and future. Think about your selfishness, your sometimes self-centeredness. Has God been merciful to you? Or has he written you off? Or has he turned his back on you? Has he given up on you? The second truth is this. We cannot be merciful if we make their wrongs about us. Now, there are two sides to this. If there is a wrong that directly relates to us, then, of course, we're going to suffer the effects of it. Mercy doesn't remove the effects that we feel. If you hit me in the mouth, I'm going to feel pain. But the wrong itself is within you. It's within the other person. And mercy is my response to the wrong that is in the other person. Now, I want to come back to this concept in just a minute, but let me go on. If the wrong is not directly related to us, if we're on the peripheral of a wrong that we have observed and seen, it's not about us. You see, sometimes we take the wrong that we see going on around us or in someone else's life, something that's being done to someone else, and we internalize it and we make it about us. Instead of feeling for that other person, instead of reaching out to that other person who has been hurt, we take it in and we get all angry and we get all upset and we make it all about us. But it's not about us. We should feel for that person who's directly affected, but we need to be careful 
You don't act like it is about you. You're not the victim. They are. And if we make it about us, then that just, it's self-centeredness is what it is. And it's a disservice to the one who is directly wronged. And it will make it impossible for us to obey Jesus and be merciful. Now let me go back again. Mercy is my response to the wrong that is within them. Jesus said, we are to be merciful just as our Father is merciful. Now you see, God knows us. He knows us completely. He knows our hidden pain. He knows our silent suffering. He knows our inner struggles. He knows the depths of our being. He knows the root of the actions or inactions in our lives. And knowing us completely, He is merciful to us. We, however, know very little, if anything, about what is in that other person. You see the stark difference? God knows me absolutely, totally. He knows things about me that I don't even realize about myself. And He shows mercy. That person who has done something wrong, what do we really know? Very little. If God knowing it all, is still merciful. How dare we pass judgment and withhold mercy? Now, is this hard? Yes, it is. Very hard. But if we're going to do what Jesus said, then our response to the wrong that is within them is to be merciful. Then Jesus goes on to make clear how this can be carried out in our life. He says, don't judge, and you will not be judged. And the opposite is understood. Now, the fact is, we necessarily make judgments in life. We make a judgment about a person who wants, who wants our vote. <laughs> uh, we make a judgment about a person who wants us to hire them. Uh, we make a judgment about whether or not we can trust someone. Uh, we have to make judgments like this in life all the time. But Jesus is talking about judging them in the context of mercy. That's what this whole passage is about. Mercy. If, because of the wrong that is within them, we judge them as unworthy of mercy, we can expect the same thing. Judge not, and you will not be judged. But if you do, you will be judged.
But if I withhold that kind of judgment, I will be able to extend mercy, and I can expect mercy in return. And then he expands judgment by saying, do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. The truth is, we actually have no power to condemn anyone. Only God can do that. But what we can do, and what we often do, is we wish for their condemnation. And that is pretty much what we do when we assign condemnation to someone for the wrong that is within them. And we should be very careful about our thinking, much less saying God is going to condemn someone to hell. You see, we do not, we cannot know what will ultimately happen in the course of someone's life. Again, we cannot see what God knows. Does this mean I do not speak the truth of God's word or warn others of the peril of sin? Of course not. We are to call people to Christ. We are to call people to live holy lives. And it's my role to give mercy and to reach out with the love of God. It is God, not me. It is God who will separate the sheep from the goats. What if God wrote you off at some low point in your life. Will God condemn? Absolutely. But it is for God to make that judgment. We cannot know what will transpire in the course of a person's life. We cannot point at a certain place and say, You're condemned. You're going to hell. And then Jesus said, we are to pardon. We are to pardon. We are to forgive, in other words. Here's the issue of forgiveness. And we've studied this before. Forgiveness is something that we do for ourselves. My saying to some other person because of their sin, I forgive you, may or may not have any effect on them at all. But it will affect me. Instead of holding on to it, instead of clenching it, instead of making it a part of our lives, instead of rolling in our heart about it, we let it go. It's in God's hands. Forgiveness is about us. 
if they have something that is wrong with them, we're not saying that what is wrong is okay when we forgive because the forgiveness is not about them. It's about us. We are saying we're not going to let it burden our lives. What I see in you, I believe is wrong. Maybe even I know it's wrong because God's word says it's wrong. But I'm not going to take hold of that and hold it in my heart and be burdened by it. I'm going to forgive you. I'm going to release it. And it's between you and God. Because failing to forgive, you see, hurts us. When you hold something against someone, it may or may not affect them whatsoever. But I guarantee you it's going to affect you. It's going to bind your heart. Forgiving sets us free. And again, if we cannot pardon, we cannot be merciful. Do you see the process here? We don't judge. We don't condemn. We forgive. It takes all three steps to be merciful. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. And then Jesus makes a wonderful promise. But is it a promise that is conditioned? It's in verse 38. Give, and it will be given to you. They will pour out into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. For by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you in return. Now I want to clarify something about that verse of Scripture before we go any further. I've often heard these words that are spoken here by Jesus taken totally out of context. Now you hear me talk about context all the time. This is one of those places where People take a verse, lift it up, and use it totally out of context. And the way I've heard this verse used is a proof text for financial giving. If you give, then God will bless you more. It will pour out into your lap. It'll be pressed down, shaken together, and running over because the way you give is how God will give to you. So give more. The more you give your money, the more God's going to bless you. But that is not what that verse is about at all because Jesus didn't change the subject. He's still talking about mercy. So here is the promise and the condition. If we will give mercy, as Jesus has described here, mercy will be given to us. Pressed down, shaken together, running over in our lives.
and the condition what determines if we will give mercy Jesus says for by your standard of measure it will be measured to you by the degree of mercy you're willing to give that's what will be given to you you know in life somewhere sometime in some way someone is going to do something wrong you may see it and observe it from a distance you may look at your bible look at them and say that's wrong Or it may be something that someone does directly to you. And while the wrong is within them, they're the ones who have done something wrong. It was their decision. It was their choice. But you may be affected. There may be pain. There may be sorrow. There may be grief. And you will feel that. In our humanity, we will feel that. But what will you do? Will you judge them? Will you condemn them? Or will you understand that you do not know or understand the depths of their being? Or why they have chosen the wrong that is within them now? And will you do as Jesus commanded? Will you be merciful? As your Father is merciful. And maybe it will affect you indirectly. But will you make it all about you? Will you judge? Will you condemn? Will you respond on the basis of how you feel? Or will you give your attention and your concern and your love to the one who was directly affected? And will you show mercy to the one who was wrong? Be merciful. Obviously, this is not easy. It is not the way our humanity generally works. If someone hurts me, I want to hurt them back. I want to see them get what they deserve. And so to take Jesus' words and live them, it's hard. But it's not impossible. It's possible because we have Christ within us. We are weak in our humanity. And the easiest thing to do is to judge. Yet Jesus calls us to walk a higher road. He calls us to walk in his footsteps. He calls us to rise above our humanity and walk in the strength of his spirit. Jesus calls us to be merciful as our Father has been merciful to us Heavenly Father how we thank you for your mercy 
For we know who we are. We know what we have done. We know what we are doing. And we know that you know. But Father, we love you. We want to be the people you've called us to be. And we thank you that you grant us your mercy. We thank you for loving us in that way. May we, dear Father, do as you have done. May we be merciful. We ask it in your Son's precious name. Amen. Let's stand and sing our closing song. Can I do compassion? Do what? Oh, I forgot all about that. <laughs> My word, I'm sorry. Yes, we were going to share about compassion this morning. So, that was supposed to have been earlier in the service. I completely forgot about it. Thank you. <laughs> well, today we're um, one of many churches in the United States who is taking part in Compassion Sunday, a day to set aside for children living in poverty around the world. And I'd like to share with you a story of a man named Harris.